Hello. Welcome to Mutually Codependent with Adam and Jen. I'm Adam. And I am Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I need to like just choose the same intro every time so you don't laugh at it. No, I'm laughing at my dancing I was doing. (laughs) Well, that's weird. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Sorry. This is Mutually Codependent with Adam and Jen, and what we do is smoke and talk. <laughs> Jen's going to tell you what we're smoking. <laughs> hey, guys. Our strain of the show is Monkey Pie with 24.9% THCA and 0.3% Delta 9. It is under that legal limit. We're right at it, so it's legal. Yay! This is an, uh, they're actually, it's a pre-roll and they're available from SyntexCBD.net or in all three of our locations. Adam is lighting up now. Um, it is a pre-roll from a company called Hip Living and it is mostly, it's an indica-based strain. Um, users report feeling very giggly, very happy, but very calm. I just dropped a bunch of embers all over myself. Are you okay? Do you need to stop, drop, and roll? <laughs> Are you Okay. I think uh, I'll be all right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just lit this pre-roll that I lit earlier, and then all of the paper decided to just fall off of it still on fire. <clears throat> oh, that's dangerous. <coughs> um, this train is a cross of cherry pie, apple pie, and grease monkey. Because why not? Yeah. It has a skunky sweet aroma, and the main terpenes are pinene and beta-carophylline. Pinene is found in pine trees and pine needles and beta-carophylline is often found in things like black pepper often found always always found not often (laughs) it's often found when you look for it yeah so our story of the day is monkey pie (laughs) because if you're not looking for it it won't be found (laughs) exactly so often it's maybe correct no it's not as wrong it's fine we have a great show for you today So we were having a conversation earlier and we wanted to kind of just, we actually put a pin in the conversation, stop talking about it so that we could talk about it while we were recording it. <clears throat> and um, just kind of about, you know, different perspectives as, as your perspective changes as you get older. And then it, it uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see where it goes. We, we um, kind of had some things that we wanted to make sure and cover. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, I think we're we got story time too. Yeah, we have some um story time. Well, it's signs you're getting older. Yeah. Story time. <laughs> but there's stories. Yeah, there's, there's stories, stories about us realizing that we're, that we're older. Not as young as we so, once were. <clears throat> and everybody? That's like a requirement of life, right? Well, yeah, but there are so days any, that you go and you're like, oh. Just existing is a sign. Oh, God yeah. damn it. Me being a smartass is really bad for my karma, I guess. I just dropped my whole pre-roll and burned myself. <laughs> I swear these little dolls are actually me. She keeps saying they're not. What dolls? Nothing. I don't have any dolls. I don't like dolls. They terrify me. I was talking about voodoo dolls. Oh, do you? I don't have any voodoo dolls. I know, do but you, they don't. That's true. Do you know that when Nana died, my grandmother, my very beloved grandmother, she was one of my favorite people to ever. I know who I knew. She, walk oh, they crossed the earth. Know. Just I hold her to the highest regard of people. She was my favorite per, one of my favorite people in my whole life. Um, anyway, so to my Nana, but uh, she, yeah. <sighs> what was I talking about? I don't know. I don't either. 
Nana was awesome. What did that have to do with what we were talking about? I don't know. Maybe that was part of your like getting uh, older, uh, getting older, feeling relating more and more to her. Maybe. Yeah, I guess I don't remember. That's what happens when you smoke this monkey pie. We monkey, we monkey. actually we've been smoking for a little while before the episode. We decided to smoke while we were talked about what the episode was going to be. So uh, a lot of times we start the show sober. <clears throat> I don't think we did that this time. No, we didn't. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so we just we had a couple things, um, you know, just what what. Well, it was kind of we, there's a TikTok trend going on right now. That's what it was. And it's what is something that you've that you don't like anymore or you hate now that you're older. But we talked about how that's super negative. So like how our perspectives have changed as we get older. I feel like that's a much better question. Like what what kind of perspectives have changed for you? Like, what do you appreciate now compared to when you were a kid? Yeah, and the the obvious things that came to my mind were, like, naps. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I never understood why all these old people always wanted to make me take a nap. I love taking a nap as a kid. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to nap now. Something tells me you never had to tell Ben to take a nap. Oh, yeah, you did. Really? And then he would come out two hours later and be like, I slept, and he had colored his entire body with marker. Yeah, kind of like how he stays up all night on his switch. Yeah, so fun fact. People with autism actually have really strange sleep schedules and have a really hard time sleeping when people should normally be sleeping. Yeah? My therapist just told me that because she asked me how my sleep's been. Well, what do you, what's the solution when you're a kid that has to go to school? Give him a gummy. Oh, to get uh, him to to adjust the. That's why he was asking for the the new passion fruit gummies, the CBD, CBG, CBN ones. Yeah. Because the sleepy ones. Because I gave him one, and then the next night he was like, "Mom, I'm gonna need another gummy." He's twelve, and he said, "I slept so well last night." He said every night he had those, he actually slept all night. He gets anxious in the middle of the night and starts worrying about shit, and then is awake and he can't go back to sleep. I relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Uh, when he was little, he just would go, Mom, when he would wake up. Like, once he was, like, one and, about one and a half. Mom. And then if I wouldn't answer, Mommy, Mommy, Jeffer, Jeffer. And it'd be, like, 2 a.m. What do you want? I want to watch ammo. No, it's bedtime. <laughs> go to sleep. It is nighttime for everybody. Elmo's in bed. It's dark out. <clears throat> I don't know, living in Virginia, <coughs> compared to here anyway, I mean, we're much further south. Uh, I feel like it's a lot more dark out in the winter. Like, you would be awake until it's dark. Okay, so you would think that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I but just... I swear to you that Texas is way is the darkest state I've ever lived in. What do you mean? I don't know. There's There's a kind of darkness in Texas that, like, they didn't have in Virginia. Which street lights? Ev- there was lights everywhere. Oh there. yeah, no, we're just so spread out. I know, but like I, I remember thinking that when I moved to Virginia at eighteen years old, like I remember the first night I drove by myself, I was like, "It's like it's five o'clock because there's a freaking street light like every everywhere. five feet. Yeah, they're ev- and I'm not exaggerating. They're on the highways, on the bridges, even in the tunnel, being in the tunnel, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel that goes under the water, like, 
that tunnel is so well lit. <laughs> you know what that was? That was, that was the light contractor that like sold a guy on way too many fucking lights and made billions. Probably. They're like, well, my estimate says that we need to have approximately three meters of light, blah, blah, blah. You know, like probably for, for every mile we need eight lamps, yeah. you know, and, and or 80 lamps instead of 20. Or, I don't I don't <clears throat> can't even think how yeah. far a mile. I don't know how many lights per mile. Is that a thing? But it probably is. It probably is. It I probably mean, is a thing. Yeah. And somebody in in uh, Virginia at the state level was like, we're going to require Yeah, these. because it's just not like the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. It's the entire fucking state. Like, yeah. Even in the mountains. It's weird. I wonder if the guidelines they created were based on uh, a, a somebody making some money. Oh, I guarantee it. He's like, oh, no, we're going to require one extra light post per half mile. And, and, uh, sounds mm-hmm. like a smart business Let's play person. Some, <laughs> play some ball, Senator. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's whatever. But, um, I liked, I liked the, I liked the old 19, like, 30s style accent you did. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cute. We're gonna go to the fair like that. <laughs> yeah, I never understood why people talked like that. <laughs> it was it was an actual dialect yeah, that was, was created, and I don't remember what it was. And that in the kind of like that showcase announcer kind yeah. of you know. You, Welcome. Yeah, it was instead of having no accent, they created an accent to not mimic any accent. Yeah, I guess of. that's true. That's how it felt. Yeah. How it feels. How it feels. So, all right. <laughs> but that was just the way everybody talked. No, they didn't talk like that. I know, just on TV. You know, that's what it was, <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah, it was. You know? Just like <sighs> I... Your barber didn't fucking talk like that, no. let me tell you. <laughs> no, they didn't. Because <coughs> you had barbers back then. They had people have barbers no, now. No, but I mean, uh, like... I don't know what I meant. I don't know what I meant there. It's yeah. fine. But um, oh, no. we also had that realization that you you don't really think about this, that children really get told what to do every single minute. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like they are only doing the things that they have permission to do. <laughs> We have the opposite as adults. Yeah. We can do everything except what is in the laws telling us we can't. Mm-hmm. But we had very few options as a young child. And, and uh, I do appreciate how I, I can pretty much, you know, do what I want aside from the confines of society and all of that, you know, economic <laughs> struggle and stuff. But, um, you know, I can I can choose to do uh, pretty much what I want. And uh <clears throat> But that's based on specific laws of no. Yeah. Uh, whereas a child is just like, I guess I'll do this right now. Because uh, that's what the only one thing I'm allowed to do right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, at what, what age do you think that that starts to change? That they start to realize that? No, no, no. That we start to actually start making decisions about our time spent. Uh, you were much younger than I think most people because you just did whatever the fuck you wanted. Anyway, Who, me? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Where we're is very... Jen? Oh, she's three miles away. You know, like, <laughs> we just got a phone call from the church. I, I'm making up that story, but it's plausible. 
<laughs> oh, we'll get to me in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I think as soon as you start to have free time, like this concept of free time. Yeah. But free time really only meant one of five things that you could do. Like you could pick up a book or you could go do this. I mean, in a structured, structured environment like, like preschool or whatever. Yeah. I would think about me being home with my mom when I was little. Like I definitely had a schedule that she yeah. she made me go by. Like I had to get up and have breakfast. I was always the first one awake with my dad anyways, like 5 a.m. But, you know, she would wake me up and I'd be awake. I'd get dressed. We'd take Aaron to school. We'd come home if we didn't have to run to the grocery store or something. And then, you know, usually I'd watch Wizard of Oz or Gremlins. And then I would take a nap, have lunch, take a nap. And then I'd get up and I'd use, or if I didn't watch TV, I'd go play in my room or I'd play outside. Like, I guess I had the freedom to do as I pleased in between like school time, taking Aaron to school, getting home from taking Aaron to school and going, take and eating lunch. What age is this? Three, four. Jesus. I couldn't tell you my daily schedule as a three-year-old. <laughs> what do you mean they didn't know you had autism? <laughs> No. They didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry if that offends anybody with autism. I, I'm looking back. Like, how did they? I had to have that. Like, schedule. there was something. There was <laughs> something, something really wrong that they with her. Should have understood that this person is different, <laughs> and we should probably, you know, seek out doctors. <clears throat> look yeah. for some help in this yeah. panhandle Florida town. So, do you want me to? Talk about what I appreciate now as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? I I really appreciate myself. (laughs) So I know that kind of sounds like super conceited, but like we were just talking about, (laughs) I was a weird little kid. Um, I had a lot of imaginary friends. I had a tree house that my dad built me where I had a swing up. You had to walk up a ladder and I had a swing up there and a table I would spend hours up there alone. Um, I caught snakes as a kid and chased people with them. I would find dead animals in our... We had like an acre where our house was. And I would find dead animals sometimes and give them funerals. And I was very young doing all this stuff. Four or five years old. Even younger. There's no way I had that kind of freedom as a four-year-old. I had so much freedom and I think it was because I was so different like my mom was like I don't know what the fuck to do with her yeah well <laughs> like, that's fair but I did have a schedule as a kid I I remember it very clearly that I would wake up at like 5 a.m my dad and I would have some coffee together and then yes I would drink coffee as a little kid it was mostly milk and sugar and then I would have breakfast. still how she takes it yeah I would uh I would you know, have breakfast with Aaron, and then my mom and I would take him to school. We'd come home. I'd do whatever for a few hours before I had a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> I ate the same thing every day as a child yeah. for lunch. A touch of the tizzle. <laughs> and that with Cool Ranch Doritos. Still to this day, Cool Ranch Doritos. The sandwich changed. Ham and cheese. Or bologna. I like tuna salad, though. Well, yeah, of course. With Doritos on it. Um, and then Soaks I would take a nap, and then I would... You know, wake up, repeat, and then have dinner. And I would put myself to bed at like nine, ten months old. I I learned how to crawl and get into my crib so I could put myself to bed. You're just like creating some boundaries for yourself that I, early. You're like, yeah, I got no, it's tired. Bedtime. Like when I'm my parents would have people over, my mom <laughs> said that they would 
my grandmother would like my nana would put me down or my aunt Julia or whoever had me and like or some my dad and like to play and like 10 minutes later they turn around and I'd be crawling down our hallway to go to my room to try to get into my crib to go to bed because I was uh, done with people. Yeah, that's probably what it was. It, it was, was. You it were overstimulated. was done. And, you know, looking back on it, you were overstimulated and mm-hmm. uh, you were removing yourself from the situation. I got to go recharge my batteries. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, there's a Christmas video of me in 1988 and um, there's a point in it where... So you're four. Yeah. My, my aunt comes for Christmas morning. My Aunt Julie, I love her and um, so much. She's pretty awesome. She, but she gives me my presents, and I loved getting stuff from Aunt Julie because she had, she has, she still does have fabulous style. So when I was little, even that young, I knew clothes from Aunt Julie were going to be super cool, and I was going to be excited to wear them. So I go to open it, and it was like a play makeup set, and I slap it in the video, and I go, I, I turn to my mom, and I was like, "You lied. You said this was going to be close." And that time, my uncle Jimmy, her husband, my cousin Morgan's dad, he um, he comes over and he says, "Jenny, here's your other two presents," and it was close. Oh God! <laughs> but it was because of that change. I was expecting something, and and I didn't know how to handle the change. Yeah, and most kids are just excited to get a present, but you had already <laughs> thought about this present and what it was going to be and how it was going to work out with your other presents. <laughs> yes, I... we just recently started watching South Park. <laughs> And I'm reminded of the episode in season one or maybe two. One. We're still on episode one, I think. We're on. We're in season two. Oh, we are? Okay. Well, Cartman's birthday party, and he chose <laughs> what gifts everybody was going to give him. going to get him. And, and I wonder if... Uh, Cartman is less of an asshole and more of a tism. I think I think he has autism. You know, well, I don't know if it was written that way, but but some of the shit he says out loud, <laughs> right? Like that was me as a kid. Yeah, I would say I, at church I would ask questions like, "You just said that we're supposed to love every, but God loves everybody, but we're not supposed to like gay people." Like I had questions. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't that to somebody who is years more intelligent emotionally than that adult already thought of. Yeah, that's that's how I see it now is I was I had more emotional intelligence at four and five years old than this 30 year old man teaching us. Yeah. And so like, no, that's not it. And, you know, I'd get in trouble and I have to go sit in the fucking corner because I asked an improper question. Yeah. But if Jesus loves everyone, wouldn't he love everyone? Yeah. And when they say love your neighbor, wouldn't they mean all your neighbors, all of your neighbors? Yeah. Hate is taught. It is taught. Mutually Codependent is sponsored exclusively by Syntex CBD and Texas Canna Health, Central Texas's trusted source of superior cannabis products since 2018. Visit SyntexCBD.net where you will get free shipping on orders over $50. Don't forget to use coupon code POD15, that's P-O-D-1-5, for 15% off your purchases. But yeah, so like now that I'm 30, almost 39 years old, I really appreciate my, my difference, my differences, like my weirdness, what Your uniqueness. my uniqueness, because that's who I am. And, you know, it's as a kid, I struggled so much with um, social stuff. I mean, as a teenager, I struggled severely with depression and social anxiety and 
trying to conform to what was wanted of me by society and by my peers and my parents. And that was hard, like, because I didn't want to let anybody down all the time, like, internally just kind of, you know, trapped. But now I just, I embrace it. And I just let my freak flag fly. And I've raised my boys that way. That was something I promised the day that I found out I was pregnant with Lucas. I started thinking. I remember writing down the 10 things I was going to do to be a great mom. (laughs) Yep. And the number one thing was I'm going to let my kid be whoever he wants to be. Yeah. As long as he's safe and happy. Have you ever shared that list with anyone? I don't think I have. Do you still have it? No. That would be so such a neat thing <clears throat> to have. To know what your priorities were at that point, at that like snapshot love, in your life. Love number two was love unconditionally. Three yeah. three was trust what they say unless you can't. Because I felt like as a kid people wouldn't listen to things I say and take them seriously. And I didn't want my kids to feel unheard. Yeah. You know? Um teach show them the same respect that I demand that was not on there I remember that being on there so I'm I'm still kind of like <clears throat> what I did I'm gonna be totally honest uh-huh. I watched the first season of Gilmore Girls that was the only season I had ever watched until like maybe 10 years ago and I wanted to be Lorelai she was the mom and she was a great mom and she just, uh, so I thought of things that Lorelai would do for Rory. And so I wanted to mimic that. Sorry, I hit my ashtray. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. I'll hit your ashtray. <laughs> That's what? What? <laughs> Adam, Greg. Um, yeah, so I appreciate myself now more than I did as a kid. Yeah. <clears throat> and I appreciate you a lot more now than I did as a when kid. When we were a kid. <laughs> yeah. I think that's obvious. It's not that I didn't appreciate you because I really did, but I do more now. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I I think in the same way that you have come to understand what your personality is and these character traits that you have, and <clears throat> I, uh, you know, you're understanding they're more, you know, they're fine. It's fine to be that way. You know. Absolutely. And. Uh, but I I never really felt as different as you describe. Um, but I definitely appreciate how my own personality has developed and the person that I've become over time, um, which seems kind of like a cop-out answer. But, <laughs> like, you know, I do. I, I appreciate the person that I've become more and more every day. And because I think that I've maintained, excluding a couple times in my life, I've maintained having, uh, being on track to being a better person and moving in the positive direction. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, just learning more about myself. Um, especially lately, as you've talked about, you know, your journey and, you know, of all of your misdiagnosis and all of those things and everything that you've, learned yeah. you know it, it i can't help but be like more introspective about my own mental health and not even my mental health but just the way my brain works and because i've always said that my brain works very different than most people i know that i can recognize that i just don't think the same way uh as most people do 
Like we can arrive to the same conclusions, but we get there very differently. Same. Absolutely. <clears throat> so even I, you and I are that way. Yeah, and and you know we don't think the same way. Um, there's a lot of ways that we do uh, yes. think very similarly. Similarly, is yes. that a word? Uh, similar to each other, but um, but different. But different. Uh, You're a lot more logical. Like all, like for yeah. ninety, like I'd say ninety-seven percent of things, you're very logical, and I'm pretty half and half. I'm not gonna lie, like because there's a lot of you think I'm more than that illogical. I think that you're much more emotional than logical when you get emotional. No, I'm saying like the way that I, th- I'm talking about. You're talking a logical, like it has like to the, be logical. No, but I mean like the way that you process information, you're gonna think differently than like I'm going to try and point it in a direction that makes sense to my brain. Yes. And uh and you're more likely to be like, "Oh, well this makes me feel like this." And so kind of like when the water downstairs kept get turning, kept getting left on and you were like somebody's just leaving the water on or there's something wrong with the faucet and I was absolutely 100% behind the kids that we had a ghost. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And then we realized the ghost was me. <laughs> Dumbass. I think we talked about that in we one did. of the pilots. That's, we did. That's <laughs> why something. I was giving okay. a reference. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, uh, and then we also kind of wanted to touch on like looking towards the future and, you know, what are we going to be looking forward to? And I, I thought about it for a long time and it's like, there's not a whole lot that I'm excited about to get older. <clears throat> I'm excited yeah. about the new experiences that I'm going to have and being able to keep on accumulating good memories. Mm-hmm. Like you're just, you're like a, your brain is a bank of memories and you just, you really want to have more good than bad. Right? Like that's the whole thing. That's, that's what we're doing. <laughs> and, uh, so I kind of look forward to that because until recently, like my main goal was like, I'm going to make sure I can provide what I, my son needs to get into college. And then yeah. it's kind of, you know, but I did that. Um, and that's going well. So cool. But now I'm like, I just, what do I need to do next? And so, yeah, I, we, you know, we've, we've talked about all kinds of, uh, ideas in the, of our future, but you know, that's, what you have to start thinking of. And you know that you're getting older when you're like thinking about plans for yourself because you already took care of those kids. Yeah. And we're having those thoughts. That's, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Like, and well, I'm, I'm that I'm looking forward to that, to be honest, like that, like what you were saying is that we have once all of the kids are, even once Ben's gone, we're going to be like 45. Right. And most people are dealing with that lots later, you know? We we got started early, so we finish early, right? Yes. So, we have this whole second life. <laughs> right. And and a longer amount of time of of having capable bodies to do some hard work, and that's kind of what we keep talking about doing. And, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Um what, uh, what, what about you? You're, what are you looking forward to? Honestly, having a second, like, adulthood after our kids are gone. Yeah. I really am. We had kids so, both of us, you were 18, right? 19? I was 19 when you he was born. You were 19 when Ethan yeah. was born. Just I barely. was 20 when Luke was born. We were crazy young. Like, that. we didn't really have time to be adults. We weren't no. even old enough to drink. No, we legally. were never adults 
before we were parents. Never. Like we were parents way before we were, we're what I would consider an adult. adult. And yeah, so I'm excited to have to be young enough to enjoy this that little second part, that second adult adulthood. Right. You know, like, and it'll be we're we'll be together, and we're gonna have like the best time. We're gonna have so much fun. I hope so. Even if it's just us on our property building fences and and brushing cows, I don't care. It's still, be- it sounds better than having a baby at thirty nine. I mean, after our kids, after we have two 18 year olds. Us, yeah. I don't think somebody with an 18 year old child should still be having kids. Like, that seems like, hey, start moving on to your next part of your life. Like, I don't feel like that person is going to have as much time after. But, you know, I mean, that's just because, but, but five years ago, I could see, you know, having another kid still, you know, for us, that would have been that. We, we would have been 33. Yeah, that that was that was the the cutoff is I don't know. I'm feeling like the cutoff is around right now. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that's uh just just for for me and that's more because of how old our kids are. Yeah. Not because we think we're too old to do it. I think no. I think I would be I mean obviously much more prepared as a dad to start over, but like um you know, it it would I'd be a great dad starting be right the now. Best grandpa, though. That's what I'm saying. We can we can be the best grandparents. <laughs> we're gonna be the best, and we're gonna we're be young enough to some... be the fun grandparents. <laughs> right, and we have enough energy to to take them to do know, stuff. Yeah, do do what we want to do. Let them ride the cows. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait for that. Like in 15 years, when we have grandkids, and they just want to come hang out with us at the farm. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing for spring break? We're gonna go hang out with Grandma and Grandma. Oh. No, Grandma. Oh, sorry. Gigi. Gigi. <laughs> Gigi or Nana. Those are the two Gigi options. Gigi or Nana. Call me anything else. You know, I'm a grandchild. I will not give you a Christmas present. <laughs> I'll give you ten. I've never even <laughs> I've never even thought about what I should be called. I only thought about it because be- I don't want to jinx it. I don't either. And I've only thought about it because when I got pregnant with Lucas, it was such a big deal for my mom. Because everybody, oh, yeah, cause... everybody at work was calling her Granny B. <laughs> <laughs> She's mm-hmm. so mad because I think she was like 43 years old. Mm-hmm. My mom, too. 45. She was 45. I think my mom was 42. <laughs> so, or, like. Yeah, 42. You realize that's in four years. That's in four years for us, yeah. Can you imagine us being, I mean. Grandparents in four years? Not really. You want to raise another baby, though. That's not true. You want to experience another baby. I love kids. Well, I don't like kids. I love babies and I love toddlers. I, that's I love toddlers. Really? <laughs> yeah, like like one to three. That's like my favorite stage. That's not a terrible stage, but that is the terrible stage. That's the terrible twos and the teenage threes. They call them three nagers. That's what <laughs> my pediatrician what? told me that three nagers. He calls three. He used to call three year olds three nagers. No, instead of teenagers, three nagers. He I said, understand. once, he said, and do you know why they call it terrible twos? And I said, no. He said, because fucking horrible doesn't start with a T. <laughs> uh, nah, actually, <laughs> fucking horrible doesn't start with a T. Yeah, because oh, terrible, terrible twos. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I like that pediatrician. He was awesome. 
<laughs> yeah, but I yeah, I'm I'm impre- I'm going to appreciate we're going to have that whole second life and I'm really looking forward to the future that you and I are planning together. I think that's going to be a really amazing future for us. I see us being very happy there. Maybe we'll we'll get famous on the podcast and do a Kickstarter for our farm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Donate a thousand dollars and win some cow fur. Come come ride the cows. Come ride the cows, but you gotta pay to get here. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> so as we're getting older, what uh think we were gonna start talking about the signs of getting older. How do you know when you're getting older? Like, what happens and that light bulb goes, ding? Yeah, just another clue. Like, the you've got two different columns, and you're like, this was a young person experience. <laughs> this this was, was an, an older, older person, person experience. My first sign that I was getting a little older was when I was about 30. I was like, mm, why are my underwear uncomfortable? <laughs> like... Why am I still wearing a thong? Why is it lacy? No one sees them. (laughs) Like, it's not comfortable. Buy some underwear that are comfortable and that look good. And so that's what I started doing. And I was like, fuck, I'm old. Yeah. But guess what? It's true. It's it's a lot better. Hey, that's, uh, I guess you go from like wearing comfortable underwear as a young girl to to yeah. wearing uncomfortable underwear for fashion, and then or you if get, you think somebody's gonna see them for fashion, yeah, yes, you know? that's true. Yeah, uh, because of the way they look. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. That's why you deal with uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's it's like the girl in a in a little skirt and uh, and freezing fucking cold. Yeah, but she's like, I'm cute, I'm cute, I'm cute, I'm cute. Like that's at least I at least I look cute. Whatever. Um, so I had a a thought about this (laughs) that I wanted to share. I thought, um, a sign of, of really becoming not just a a young man, but a man, like just, you're all the way there. When you start realizing that you actually don't have to masturbate every time you have an erection. (laughs) Like that's not a good enough reason anymore. Because you had that that period as a kid, like when you're younger and just starting to get them, you're not really understanding what they are, but you get them all the fucking time. So you go from like lots of unwanted to you're appreciative of their existence. Yeah. At, at, during a certain period of your life. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to take care of you. Like if I wake up and you're, yep, yeah, I'll do it for you. I'll take care of you. You know, and then as you get older, you're like, dude, not right now. Like, you're just like, hold on. No, I got think about some other shit. I got things to do, you know, and that <laughs> yeah. I think is a sign of, of manhood. Or maybe it's a sign that you have regular sexual experiences. That, oh, so the, your desire for it happening is less and yeah. less. Maybe. I don't know. But I think that I, I have to imagine for most people that there's an age to frequency of masturbation curve. We could probably look it up. I'd rather not have that in my search history. <laughs> I'll look it up. <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> God, I, 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 every time there's a knock at the door, I'm like, this is probably the fucking FBI. Why? Like, 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because really? of the things that you say in jest, and I know you're kidding, but you say them so specifically <laughs> and confidently. I don't know what he's talking about at all. That if somebody were to hear the, you know, sureness <laughs> in your voice when you say these things, uh, they might think you're capable. And that's all I'm saying. Like, you're probably on a list or two. I probably, I'm, probably a good idea. I am capable. I would like to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard it first here. I wasn't threatening you. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think my, another side of me getting older is I engage with random strangers way more honestly. Uh, like, so I have actually have a little example. Yesterday was at HEB and I had my cart and there's this older couple, probably mid to late sixties, right by where I'm trying to go. And the gentleman, I like tried to scoot, I scooted around him and I thought I bumped him. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Did I hit you? And he was like, no, no, no. I was just being dramatic. <laughs> and he started cracking up and his wife was like, leave her alone. <laughs> She's like, just tell him to move. And he said, honey, don't you know, that's what men do. We just stand wherever when we're not, and we're not even doing anything. He's like, we just stand around. There's a lot of waiting involved in manhood. <laughs> He's just waiting for to his be wife. told what to do next. Yeah. It was so funny though. And I, I said, oh, I know. I said, my husband will just come kind of stand around. I said, my boys too. She's like, tell him, get out of my damn kitchen. Or he t- told me, he's like, you just got to say, get out of my damn kitchen. He said, and if you see a man standing in the way when you're trying to grocery shop, just say, excuse me, sir. I actually need to do something. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and they were the sweetest people, but... 10 years ago, that interaction would have terrified me. Yeah. And I would have never interacted like that. I would have just kept going. I don't know. And it's not even that my social anxiety is better. I don't at all. It's a little, it's way worse. But just interacting with people is, is becoming like strangers in general is easier for me now, the older I get. Yeah. And I, I think that is, and I think it's an old, as an, as you get older thing, because think of the older people who will talk to anybody. I'm going to become one of the old people that talks to everybody. Yeah. And I got off to a rough start because my first job really <clears throat> was being a, a checkout kid at the grocery store. So all you're doing is talking to strangers all fucking day. day. And, uh, and also trying to, trying to enjoy it or at least have the appearance of enjoying it. And most of the time I did, but, um, so, but there's still that's with a uniform on, right? It's different when you take that uniform off. There's Mm -hmm. still that, that it's like waiting tables or bartending. Yeah, exactly. Talking to strangers all day long. Well, yeah, you at least have when, when you can engage with those people much more easily because there's rules already in place, Mm -hmm. you know, there's boundaries. I'm the employee. You're the customer. And so, you know, this is what you expect of me. You know, when it's waiting, I'm going to ask you what you want. I'm going to go get it and I'm going to bring it to you. Like, we know what's going to happen here. Yeah. It's just how are we going to, you know, make it nicer or not nicer. And, you know, you deal with it that way. But you have a really great foundation of how this conversation is going to go. Yes. And and at least a bare minimum of social, uh, you know, expectations. 
Mutually Codependent is sponsored exclusively by Centex CBD and Texas CannaHealth, Central Texas's trusted source of superior cannabis products since 2018. Visit CentexCBD.net where you'll get free shipping on orders over $50. Don't forget to use coupon code POD15 for 15% off your purchases. But when you start talking to other people and there isn't a clear idea of who's who, you have some fun interactions. You do. You you reminded me (laughs) of a time that I was... On my way to a uh, a photo shoot, I was taking pictures of the random sitting stuff, the toilet pictures. It's not that, I promise. Um, and I forgot my tripod, and I needed a new one anyway. So I just went to Target to buy a tripod. And I'm at the self-checkout waiting because there, there, people were taking forever. And there was this couple behind me that were my age, and I was, you know, late 20s or so at the time. And they were arguing about what they were buying for a wedding. <laughs> You're just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I hadn't looked over in a while. This stuff is great. This, I was about to say, not only that, but it's not harsh at all. Yeah. No, I think. Like, we've... I've coughed very little compared yeah. to normal. And yeah, this is a great strain. I am loving this. It was monkey pie. Monkey pie. Is it monkey brains pie? Like like Indiana like on Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah, we should watch those. Temple of Doom's my favorite one. Okay, that's the one where they eat monkey brains. Yeah, so I met Target, <clears throat> and um, we're waiting on the manager to come and do this checkout thing. And the the couple behind me, I didn't. I just that I don't think they were real close. Like they, <laughs> or they didn't have. It didn't seem like they had a very good relationship uh, from just, like, subtle nuances of things. But he was like, man, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's it's an electric skillet. And she's like, yes, it is super convenient and something that people would not buy for themselves. But if you have one, you will use it. Yeah, it's, absolutely. And and. He and then he noticed that I looked up to see. I was checking these people out. What the fuck is he talking about? You know, I'm like, what are you? This is, you know, I'm putting it together. What is, what's it for? And like, you know, it was a wedding gift. And I'm like, okay. And so he sees that I'm engaged enough to, to involve me in this conversation. Oh, <laughs> God. And it didn't really go the way he expected it to. <laughs> um, and so when you don't have those rules and foundation, you know, so. Th- he was like, looks at me, makes eye contact after I, so I looked at her, made eye contact with her. He looked at me cause she saw who she was looking at. And then I looked at him and he goes, what the hell do you even use this to cook? Uh, or no, I'm really high. I'm sorry. He's like, <laughs> what the hell do you even cook with this? Everything. And, and I looked at him deadpan, looked back at her, looked at him. And I was like, I knew he was like, she was going to, this was going to be good. And I was like, well, I guess you could cook anything that requires heat to cook it. 
<laughs> and and she just looked at me and just like a huge smile. And he looked at me because he was still confused. He was a real brave. And I knew obviously. I knew that she knew that we knew that we won. Yeah. Because he was just being an idiot. Like if you don't know. Do you anything think they about were in a relationship? It, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I bet but she was probably she was probably closer to the bride and groom than he was. Well, okay. Because that's why she probably chose that gift. Like, she probably knew they would use it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it wasn't his friend, so he didn't have He doesn't really a have a good opinion. Yeah, he sounds like an idiot who didn't really have a good opinion. He just wanted to force his opinion on her. Yeah, he just wanted to tell her why she was wrong. And and we, I think, I think you know, we didn't touch, but I felt like there was a little fist bump there in, in imaginary fist bump. Yeah. Uh, True that. And he just looked so betrayed <laughs> by his by, own by sex. his own sex, and I think it really was that. Oh, I'm it sure it was. Was he a dude, bro? He yeah yeah, oh, yeah yeah yeah. He was wearing like athletic shorts and like running sneakers, and uh, and a, a wife beater. Like he was he was yeah pretty dude, bro. Mm. Yeah, that sounds no thanks. <laughs> Not my tap. So that was actually your story, but also my story, because I liked. I, I it reminded me of that. I thought they would. Be I good I have something to add on to your next one. So okay. Don't don't worry. Okay. So uh, one thing that I thought of as a sign of getting older. Uh, it was just a story, another story of an experience that I had, and the the people at the pharmacy. They do stop smiling sometimes. <laughs> like the workers? Yeah, you just yeah. have to have the right combination of products in your hand for them to realize, this guy's not fucking around today. I know this firsthand. <laughs> right? Like, there is that limit, <laughs> you know? There is oh, a limit yeah. of things that you can bring up to a grocery store person <laughs> that you will have a different conversation. <laughs> and it's really easy. Condoms, right? Having a good day, man. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, you know, you know, good, 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 good luck or whatever. Right. But at the pharmacy, you don't go to a pharmacy because things are good. <laughs> Not normally. No, you don't. You don't have you don't like, oh, my knees are so amazing. I have to use this ointment. <laughs> That's the opposite of what this is. Not you're that you there. go to the pharmacy to buy your lotion. I guess you're talking about the pharmacy like just that does drugs. The pharmacy. <laughs> yeah. OK, that makes sense. Yeah, sorry. No, but yeah, no, the, just, you're there for drugs you know, or, or any of those other pharmacy type things, yeah. you know, first aid. Yeah. You cut yourself. So you had to go to the pharmacy. <laughs> they have to have a certain, yeah. Hey, I'm going to act like things are okay. Cause I know you're having a tough time, but there are certain combinations of things that you could bring up to the table that would change their mind. <laughs> and what are those things? And my, the first time and probably the only time that it's happened <laughs> is thing. I was having a really bad day <laughs> and I took something <laughs> or, or ate something that gave me really terrible hives uh, or I had some kind of contact with something. <clears throat> I've, I've had issues in the past with like uh, really heavily scented stuff that just makes me break out crazy. Um, like bad enough that I had to go to the ER because I've, it was felt dangerous. So um, and I, and I don't always know why it happens. So, so that's cool. Sorry. <laughs> Yay. So, um, 
I was having a really bad day. And the three things that got a different reaction from that well-seasoned pharmacy worker, she was older. (laughs) She knew what was happening because I had Preparation H in multiple formats, uh, Imodium AD, And Benadryl, which I didn't even need to buy because she saw the face covered in hives in front of her. Like, I looked terrible. I remember this. This is right after I moved here, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and, uh, like, I literally, like, checked out and turned around and went to the bathroom to, to, like, to take care of things. Uh, and, and was like, had a drink in my hand to take the Benadryl. She's probably like, you should hurry. (laughs) It was bad. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And I did learn something that, uh, that day that if something is labeled having a, a, a cooling effect. Yeah. It's probably a good idea that you read that and understand what that means. Because if you're not expecting a cooling effect, it can be it could be pretty startling because it goes on your butthole. Yeah, I bet. And I wasn't quite sure why they made that product. <laughs> did it help extra? It, I don't think mm-hmm. it did. I think it just gave you a different kind of uncomfortable. Mm. Um, or maybe maybe I just reacted badly to it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I get that. I've so after I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I have been put on I was put on a spectrum of meds or an assortment and a variety at Quite once. The cocktail. Yeah, quite the cocktail. At one time, I was taking like six different things at one time. The first time I go to HB to pick those drugs up, the girl goes, <laughs> "Hi, how are you?" And I was like, "Good, how are you?" And she, go- I was like, "I'm here to get my thing." She goes, "Oh, okay." She's like, "Name, date of birth." I tell her, you know, and then and she goes, "Oh, I see you have." And she like starts naming them, and I could slowly see the smile start to shrink <laughs> from her face each line that she read. She's like, oh, this is... She's like, oh, we got to get her out of here. She is going to kill us all. Oh, I don't think that's what it is. It was It was two thing. antipsychotics, a depression medication, ADHD medication, sleeping medication, and an anxiety pill. Yeah, it's probably uh, top, top, uh, top 5% of people getting prescribed in drugs. That's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Still a lot of drugs, though. I was a little unhinged that day as well. <laughs> so. It happens. Because the bipolar meds made me bipolar. That's what happens, by the way, guys. If you're listening to this and somebody tells you you're bipolar, get a second opinion, if not a third. Because if you actually are not bipolar and they put you on bipolar medication, it will make you bipolar. Like, that's how it makes you feel. It's horrible. And slowly kill you. And I, my friends that have bipolar, I have a few, and I feel for them, like, after going through everything that I went through. It's, it's a ter, it's, it's a terrible disease. It's so hard on everything and every part of your life and the people in your life. Yeah. And there's no reason. No, there was no reason for those, those four years of struggle that I had. Hmm. I'm just saying somebody who has bipolar, it's for no reason. Like yeah. there's literally nothing you can do. There's nothing you can like, do. Like it's about not it. because of any choice they ever made. 
now. Or their parents. You yeah, know. so yours was, you know, like physical ailment and mine was mental. Like, oh, yeah. this person's crazy, poor thing. <clears throat> but yeah, signs were getting older. Yeah, yeah, happened to navigate the healthcare system as signs of getting older. <sighs> Not knowing slang. New slang <laughs> at signs of getting older or like what's cool right now. Like I don't really, yeah. I'm, I have a hard time keeping up with like You're disconnected. trends. Yeah, I'm kind of disconnected from things. Landon keeps me in the loop. Yeah. He's a pretty cool kid. He is. He keeps me in the loop. But yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to get old, old. I want to stay young in spirit. Yeah. I think that. <laughs> That you can tell the difference between a a person who's older that's still ready, you know, mm-hmm. still still capable, still motivated. Yeah. That's the real thing is motivated. Yeah. And the the more you slow down, the yeah. And I'm experiencing this, you know, being as sedentary as I am, uh, being you know overweight and all of that. That's aging me quickly. So, gotta work on that. Um. I could go for a walkie in the morning or tonight. Or tonight. Yeah, it's finally not 100 degrees. Um, it's only like 90. Yeah, so that's cool. But that's definitely something that I think about getting older and like, man, if I'm already this fucking lazy, what? <laughs> I need to put myself in a position that I have to move. Yeah. Or I'm just going to give 400 pounds and just live off Doritos the rest of my life. I don't even like Doritos that much, but you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah, I get it. I'm just going to sit in front of my TV or computer. And yeah. Probably be more, I'm playing my, my American truck simulator and, uh, you know, got my little stern wheel, you know? Yeah. Going to limit my usage of those things. Yeah, I, think, I, I really like this strain. It's, I think I'm almost ready for an fucking... adult nap. Dude, I have to cook dinner. It's 5.30. Monkey pie. <sighs> Maybe eating leftovers or breakfast or something. Yeah, I don't care what we eat. I may not be eating roast tonight. I don't know if I can cook. Okay. I can I wash can, some dishes. I can also cook. Yeah, but I still have to clean the kitchen. This is getting old. This is a sign of being old right now. We are literally yeah. being old people right now. Old married couple. That's well, what we're doing. And also ADHD. Yeah. And I just totally forgot we were recording. <laughs> we have like, a podcast oh, we're doing, man. I'm kind of getting hungry. We should probably actually be talking about food. I'm really glad she brought this up. <laughs> <laughs> My salad's wearing thin. Your salad. Oh, the salad that you ate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, we will talk to y'all later, I guess. Oh, we did, uh, we also just figured out we're going to be doing, uh, going to the MJ BizCon. Yes, we will be at MJ BizCon in Las Vegas from November 28th through December 1st. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. If you're around there, reach out. So we haven't been to a big event like this before. No, we haven't. This is a huge event. Yeah. 30,000 people last year. Nothing. We haven't ever attended uh, anything cannabis related this big. The only thing I could compare it to would be like a concert, but that's not even that much, right? No. I don't know. I don't know either. I can't count people like that. 
She's like, it's a bigger group than I want to deal with. Is Like a lot of people. Yeah. But I think that the expectation is most people there are going to be medicated. So yeah. it's just going to be chill. I can't imagine anything, you know, other than a good experience. I'm, I'm looking forward I'm to so. it. I'm excited to do some things. I was just told not to do anything on the stratosphere. Like somebody literally just messaged me right before we started recording to make sure that you and I don't go up there. Apparently, it has a giant crack in it, and they've so been they've been told by the city of Las Vegas multiple times that they need to repair it. So they paint over it, but the union workers they sh- went on strike. They won't repair it. She lives in Las Vegas. It's in the news all the time. They won't, because they don't think it's safe. They they're too afraid to even go up there to repair it. Oh. Let, so that yeah, they won't repair it. They're just refusing to do the work because they're afraid to go up there because oh, that's wow. how bad the crack is. So, so she said, please do not get on that. Get up. She said, don't even walk in there. Yeah, hopefully they shut that shit down by the time we go there. In she said November. this has been going on for six years. That's weird. She said, but make sure we do the zip line because it's super safe and a lot of fun, and she can get us lo- a local discount if we need it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we I did do look wanna, at that. I want to do the zip line. You do like a Superman flight down, down the strip. It's Fremont? down Old Vegas. Old Vegas, yeah. It's down Fremont. Fremont. Mm-hmm. Under the, the canopy screen. of screen. Five blocks. That's a long zip line. It is. It seems like I'm excited. I'm really excited about our Vegas trip. Me too. I'm excited about everything we're going to learn. We're going to learn so much about weed. And cannabis, and yeah, CBDs, and uh, how Taylor's to run the business. Gonna, Taylor will be there. I talked to him today. Yeah, that's cool. For his with his company. Yay, that's uh, that's neat. So cool. Yeah. So, anyways, and hey, uh, I have a huge favor to ask all of you. Please, please review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. We really need reviews. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I. Yes. I will. I will. I don't know. And I'll do some cartwheels if we If you made, it, if if you made it this far, if you have been listening this far, this far for 58 minutes, then hey, that was good enough to get a review, right? Like yeah, just one. Even if it's not a good one. But let what? it be a good one. I want the people to be honest. Okay, well, they they can honestly keep it to themselves. <laughs> If they don't like it. <laughs> if they don't like it. Okay. Um, yeah. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, I listen TikTok. To it every time for an hour and it's terrible. I don't know why. Because <sighs> they've got to the end of the... I'm sorry. You were talking. Yeah. So follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and now YouTube at Mutually Code Dope Pendant. That's D-O-P-E. And uh, we'll talk. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. We will talk to you guys next time. This monkey pie is good. Monkey pie is stellar. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. (laughs)